Hi, my name is Catherine Mahoney, and I'm passionate about intuition, business, and living your best life, and helping you navigate the ups and downs of the wild ride we call life. I'm an entrepreneur, intuitive advisor dedicated to guiding others to success, winning national awards in business and leadership, and featured in MSNBC, USA Today, and the Business Journal, just to name a few, speaking to audiences just like yourself. I teach successful business leaders in honing their intuition, creating certainty, and taking aligned action. I'll give you a straight talk with humor. Business, intuition, and mindset are just a few of the topics we discuss discuss here. Be ready for fun, insightful journey with me. Reveal hidden secrets, be challenged and inspired. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. Hey friends, I just want to tell you about a sponsor I have. It's Anchor.fm. It's a podcasting hosting and it's free. It's so cool. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. In fact, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening right now. You can make money from your podcast day one. I mean, right when you start. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one cool, easy, simple place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your first podcast. Welcome to episode 11. We're going to talk about dreams, desires, where we want to manifest our lives to be. When we're young, we all have some kind of dream to be adventurers, to move to another country, to be a rock star, a dancer, an astronaut, a race car driver. But dreams continue to evolve throughout our life. Sometimes our childhood dream will hang on our whole life. Others will come and go. But there's always the dream to live our purpose, our passion. I can remember being at lunch one time. I was by myself. I was between meetings. These two young women, mid-20s, professionals, and they were talking and I was sitting near them. So they asked me a few questions and I asked them, I said, I I keep hearing you mention you need to find your purpose. You don't feel like you're living your purpose. What does that mean? And they said, well, we're just always concerned. Like, how do I make a decision? Is my job really my purpose? How do I find my passion? How do I know what it is? And am I doing the right thing? And I found it really interesting because I don't know if it was a generational thing or just me personally, but that wasn't really the way at least I had lived my life. And I hadn't heard a lot of my clients saying that their whole life they search for this passion or purpose. Purpose really seemed to come with them through experiences and clarity through each experience, creating that certainty of their path. As you live your life, different opportunities show up. Sometimes you leave many lives within your life. You have many different types of careers because you follow these opportunities as your passions and purpose pivot and change and adapt as you move through. So I explained this to them of don't feel so pressured at 25 to know exactly what your passion is. Some people don't know till much later in their life. There's many very successful people that didn't find their place in the world and their success until their 60s or even 70s. What is it about dreams that has such a hold on us, that holds our attention, but can also make us feel so lost? Because we all know that there are times in our lives when we feel like we're off course or so far from the dream we started with, we can hardly recall the dream at all. But is that true? I mean, if you think about it, our dreams change. Each choice takes us on a path. We do pivot. 
we do zigzag a bit, and sometimes our dream changes. So how do we make our dream feel clear? How do we reconnect with our dream or our place in the world? You can always reconnect with your dream as long as you don't dictate the form that it takes. So I remember as a little girl, I learned to ice skate about the time I learned to walk. Back in the days, Dorothy Hamill was the skating queen, and I grew up in snow country, ice skating on the local pond, and it was a way of life, ice skating. It was a community activity, and seeing Dorothy Hamill, I had the Dorothy Hamill haircut. I loved ice skating, and I wanted to be a Dorothy Hamill figure skater. Well, we moved away from snow country and lived on an island, and there was no ice skating rink nearby. And all I wanted to do was be a Dorothy Hamill figure skater and spin and jump on the ice and dance to the music on this beautiful, cold ice, which I loved so dearly but wasn't to be until eventually we moved to the city. Still, we were a good long ways from the skating rink to take lessons. It was about an hour. Fortunately, my mother was willing to drive me one hour there and one hour back five days a week for figure skating. And I took figure skating after school. My mother picked me up in the station wagon I changed out of my uniform into my skating uniform in the back of the car. We arrived just in time for me to dart downstairs the basement of the ice rink and take ballet lessons for about 30 minutes, put on my skates, and hit the ice for two hours of skating. I would skate those hours. Oh, it was dream come true. It was this amazing experience. Sure, my coach screamed and yelled a lot and We'd bump into each other and I'd fall definitely hard on the ice trying to do my axles or double flips, but I loved it. I did. I really loved it. And then we'd get back in the car. We'd go to Wendy's actually, and I would eat my dinner in the back of the car. It was dark by then. Go home and finish my homework and do it all over again. This is how my dream looked. I skated. I thought like all the other kids did. And I went to school. I did competitions. And I got to know the kids at the rink a little bit more. I can remember one time being at the rink and the other kids skated around and said, do you go to regular school? And I thought, what do you mean regular school? Yeah, I go to school. And they said, like all day long. Well, I mean, not all day, but yeah, I mean, 8.30 until my mom picks me up to come to the rank. Don't you go to school? And they said, no, we go to skating school. Um, skating school? What do you mean skating school? Well, yeah, we skate eight hours a day and we have breaks in between where we go to school. And I said, you don't go to school all day? And they said, no. Huh. That was the strangest thing I'd ever heard. And then I realized that I did have a friend who skated and I just never thought a lot about it, but she didn't actually even live with her family. She lived in a totally different state with another family so she could skate 
with a specific coach in that state, in that city, and only saw her parents for Christmas and a little bit in the summer. And she had been doing that since she was, I think, like eight. And at this point, she was probably in her teens. And she never lived with her parents. She lived somewhere completely different, just skating all the time. She happened to be in town one time. My parents were friends with her parents, and they were all going out since I was skating again. I guess they thought it would be fun for us to reconnect. Plus, she had no friends at home with her parents because she wasn't there long enough. I was her only friend, really, in town. So they decided to go out to dinner, and we'd do a sleepover. So we did a sleepover, and I asked her some questions about it, and she had no connection to her family. She really didn't know her parents that well. She was actually miserable skating. She'd gotten sick a few times. She'd had some bad injuries, but she was living with that other family. They're the ones who took care of her, and she was unhappy. She had no desire to go to the Olympics. Um, She'd done well with skating. She was a very good skater, but it wasn't really her dream. It was more of her mother's dream, and I remember after that, I realized that my dream of skating was skating was for me. Skating was special to me. Skating was a different kind of dream. It wasn't an Olympic dream. It wasn't a champion dream. It wasn't a dream for someone else. It was a place where I could be alone. I mean, I know there were other skaters, but when you skated on a rink, during practice with coaches, it's not like public skating. There's limited amount of spots that can be on the ice. You're, at least when I did it, you weren't allowed to speak to the other skaters. Only coaches were screaming and yelling at you. <laughs> there was music playing because people were practicing for skaters to practice their routine. But otherwise, it was generally fairly quiet. It just had the magical sounds of the blades cutting the ice. And the sound of the ice being cut from jumps and spins and going as fast as you could. I couldn't drive in those days, so that was my first real good taste of speed. (laughs) I could skate so fast, frontwards, backwards, spinning, and just feeling the cold air. That was my dream. That was my dream with skating. And I remember talking to my friend. I don't think she ever had a dream. She didn't have a connection to the ice. She didn't have a connection to skating. So I want to talk about what dreams really are and what labels we put on them and who puts the labels on them. Now, I was very lucky. My parents had no expectations of skating than of me enjoying skating. They didn't have a dream of me being an Olympic skater. They didn't have pressures of me going to nationals. I never had those pressures. I remember the parents on the edge of the ice who would yell. I remember one girl, she had beautiful long blonde hair, and her mother stood at the edge of the rink and screamed at her constantly. That was wrong. Stop talking to so-and-so. Do 10 more laps. Do this. You landed wrong. She screamed, you'll never get to be a champion if you don't do this. And she would scream at her. And I can only imagine that at one point she had a dream of the ice and being 
an Olympic skater, but it probably was crushed. And my friend's dream was really her mother's dream. It wasn't hers at all. And then there was a skater that I think I related even more to. Debbie Thomas. If you're not a figure skater, you probably didn't follow, but a beautiful American skater. Now, she wasn't a Peggy Fleming or a Dorothy Hamill, but she had her own way. She was more athletic, and boy, she could jump. And she was such a beautiful technical skater. Not necessarily a very graceful skater, but her dream was to win a medal in the Olympics. And she did, a bronze in 1988. But she had a dream of going to the Olympics and skating and doing well. And once she did that, she was done because her other dream was to go to medical school and be a doctor. And she did that. So think about this. Whose dreams are they? What is your real dream with it? Are you doing something because you just love it so much? It doesn't matter where it takes you. You just love it to your soul. Are you doing it because you have to be the best because you're always the best? Are you doing it because you have a goal with it, but when you've reached that goal, you will know you can do whatever you desire and you can reach another goal or find another dream? Is it part of a dream scale? Are you scaling up to a bigger dream? Is it someone else's dream and you never really wanted it? I think about those girls I talked to at lunch again who said they were trying to find their passion, their purpose in life, and they felt like that was a huge weight and pressure on them. If they didn't find it, they never lived their life fully. It makes me think so much about how we dictate the form of our dreams form that they take. Are we allowing our dreams to dictate us or are we dictating them? Or are we giving them the space to be just what they are? Are we allowing them to be like for me? I just loved skating. I still love skating. I love the smell. I love the sound. I love the feel of my skates. I love the feel of the blades on the ice and the way it cuts. I just love it. I could listen to it and smell it all day. Is it a dream like Debbie Thomas? She wanted to be the best, go to the Olympics, get her medal, and then go to her next dream, which was to become a doctor, which she did. Can you look at your dreams for what they really are and not make a story out of them? Can you allow your dreams to be as small as just being something you love? or being a destination to get to the next place doesn't mean you give up on anything, but maybe it means you just go to the Olympics and then you go to the next thing and it's okay. Or you just don't go anywhere with it and that's all it is. And it's all right. There are different times in our lives we've had to let go of our dreams due to other outside circumstances. But is there another way you can still live that dream? Can you adapt your dream to just something that you enjoy doing just for you? Can you get back into that dream and take it to the next level? Or can you look at that dream that maybe you never got to finish or never really got to fully do and look at what drove you to it, what actions you had taken, what kept it alive for you, and use those skills in that process 
for your next dream. You know, they have that list, the bucket list you make. Isn't that just a bunch of dreams? There's more than one. They move into one another. How they serve you is how they serve others. When you have a dream, recognize the real purpose of it, the real passion of it for you. It doesn't have to always be the biggest thing ever for the world to see. The Olympics is for the world to see on the world stage. Couldn't it be something just for you? You know, I never imagined I would ever get to be able to skate with a coach and wear the pretty costumes and have competitions. For so long, I never lived anywhere where I could take skating lessons. It wasn't something I could do. And then there was a time where I had to stop skating because my mother had to go back to work and she couldn't drive me to skating anymore. So I got a driver's license and I picked up skating again. Why? I was too old to really ever make it to the Olympics. I wasn't practiced enough or trained enough to go to any national or state competition. Again, I was probably too old, but I loved it. It was for me. It was my thing. It was my dream to skate. It wasn't for anybody else. It was just for me. What is your just for you dream? What is your on the big stage dream? And are you treating your dreams fairly and not dictating the form that they take or how you feel about them and putting pressure on how dreams have to be or how they have to look or how you have to feel or where they have to take you? Are you allowing other people to dictate what your dreams are, what they should look like, how big or how small they should be? Sometimes it's okay to have a dream that you don't tell anyone else because it's just for you, or dream that you don't tell anyone else because it's so big, you don't want it poo-pooed by anyone, or you don't want anybody's fears or thoughts into it, so you keep it to yourself as you understand, see, find, feel your way towards your dream. And then maybe after the fact, you say, I always had a dream. I always believed this would come true. How many times do we hear that? So allow your dreams to be what they are, their dreams. Be driven by purpose and passion of whatever they are. Don't create or dictate what form they should take. Allow them to be dreams. And may all of your dreams come true. Actually, I look forward to seeing maybe some comments on what those dreams are or what dreams you've had and where they took you and what form they took. Are you a Debbie Thomas who dreamt of the Olympics so that she could then go to medical school? Or are you more like me? Is it a dream that's just for you and you keep it for yourself and it's always there for you? So I want to hear about it. I look forward to hearing, reading, and seeing how you have created and followed your dreams. If you'd like to learn more about topics upcoming or make suggestions, please go to my Facebook group at Clearly Catherine Podcast. <laughs>